Thursday. February 28th. Rolling heat on a Thursday, baby. What other way would you have it? Come and come like this. BG, let's run. Money making is my thing, cause I'm trying to be rich. Trying to put away meals, that's why I'm in the studio on my shit. Dropping rap after rap, like you sell key after key. Backed up by the best friends, dropping beat after beat. My click is the high boys, best believe me so high. And it's dangerous if we in beef, we have a whole lot. No fading us at all, nigga, cause we roll too deep. With they kids off safety, knocking niggas off their feet, I go by the name. The I ride on comb in the 98 Lexi S3. I'm a nigga known with a baby on the V3. And all these niggas know my dog will do the same for me. We family. Cash money is a homie, nigga. A navy, nigga. So if you ever try to harm me, nigga, it ain't gravy, nigga. Don't get hit me, nigga. Cause I'll leave your shit stale. Like your ass up real good and you will never get well. Cash money is a homie, nigga. A navy, nigga. So if you ever try to harm me, nigga, it ain't gravy, nigga. Cash money is a homie, nigga. Fly Perspective Podcast, it's your boy DJ Soulfly, another episode, um, beautiful day, beautiful Thursday, beautiful day to be alive, beautiful day to give thanks, and um, man, a beautiful day to plan, keep going, and keep uh, you know moving towards whatever your goal is, man, you gotta have some goals in life, um, let's see, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode, which is that local episode that I did with my boy Dean, man, we got plenty of stories ahead, Plenty of stories to talk about, man, uh, between me, him, and my boy Rashad. Shout out my boy Rashad, a.k.a. Chubbs, down in uh, Houston, Texas, man. Uh, we were like the Three Stooges at one point. But uh, let's see. What else has been going on with me? I haven't been able to catch you guys up on a lot. Um, hey, oh, yeah, that Cash Money is an Army. Uh, BG, very classic track, man, back in 1999. Uh, I remember getting that album probably when I was in like... 5th, 6th grade, something like that, man, when it came out, and uh, like, I, like I tell you guys before, my grandma didn't know what the hell she was buying me when I used to go to the record store, man, I had that album, I had every album you can imagine, I had the Lil' Kim album, I had um, a, a, a Miracle, I don't know if you guys remember Miracle, man, he had a song called Bounce, I don't know if you remember that that album uh, back in the day, man, I remember my brother was joking, he said, man, grandma probably thought she was buying some shit called Miracle of Jesus, you know, but uh, that Cash Money is on BG. Chopper City in the Ghetto, Cash Money's Army. You know, BG got the uh, Bling Bling record. Um, and if you look him up right now, you might not be able to even find none of the, the, the records he really got for real because he's been incarcerated, if I don't know, man, probably like the past 10 years or more. And um, none of his stuff is on streaming sites. I even hit Birdman up in his comments like, yo, you got to put that BG on the streaming services because, you know, the fans want to hear that. I want to hear that. I want to listen to that old BG, you know, but... Uh, you know, with Birdman track record, you know, you just never know. It might be some contractual disagreements between him and his estate and uh, how he would handle the situation, uh, you know, and giving BG his just due on some streaming shit. So, hey, salute BG, free BG. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, he got caught with like a pistol charge, but it was on like some one of them three strike rules from back in the day, you know, where it's like he kept getting arrested on some shit like drugs and drugs and he got caught with a pistol a loaded gun they end up putting him in jail for like 15 years some some retarded man but hey man you know free bg um you know legends like that locked behind bars i follow his instagram i believe it's new bg hollywood or bg hollywood something like that on instagram they post a lot of pictures of him in jail and give you the information where you can write him in jail chat with him you know and all that man so hopefully bg will get out soon man and uh hopefully birdman will pay that man his money you know but uh yeah free bg but as far as me, um, we're really going to talk about this. At first, I'm not like a private person. You know, I don't really talk about too much. 
what's going on in my personal life. Well, I guess you can't say yeah, I do because <laughs> I do actually talk about a lot of things on here. But uh, my grandmother, she was in the hospital for like shit, damn near three weeks. Uh, but she's out now. She's been out for about uh, about a week and a half now. And uh, man, it was just a, a, a up and down situation. It was just a hard situation to deal with. Um, in there, had to get surgery. Um, you know, it just you know, it's just hard. You know what I mean? Especially with me being like one of the only people here in in St. Louis that uh, you know can care for my grandmother at the time. You know, you know everybody else was out of town, as I may have stated before. And uh, it's just crazy to see like you know. The deterioration of my grandmother is she gets older, but at the same time, she she's still her. You know, what I mean, she's still resilient. She's still a gangster, man. Like I walked in after, you know, the uh, the hospital calling me with an emergency situation in the morning saying, come down and sign some consent forms for some surgery and this and the third. And I walk in and I see her laid out with the, you know, the breathing machine, helping her breathe. And she's sedated and hooked up to all this shit and she's out. And I'm just like, man, you know, it just kind of fucked me up. It kind of made me just really appreciate, you know, her. And I was trying to say I didn't appreciate her before, but I probably say I took her for granted because I'm always used to her being so strong, so upbeat, so uh, such a gangster, man. Like anybody know me, know my grandma. It ain't nothing you can really do to, to keep her down. Ain't nothing we really could do. Uh, to stop her from talking her mind, she don't do what she want to do. And speaking of that, I mean, she's out of hospital, out of uh, you know, after having surgery, and she's still talking about she want to go and drive and she want to do this and just like the hardest thing was trying to tell her, yo, you can't drive no more. You know what I mean? Like you know, she's what be eighty six this year, I believe. Yeah, yeah, she's be eighty six this year. And um, yeah, the hardest thing was trying to tell her like, yo, you can't really, you know, you can't drive. You know, and she wanted to go back and forth with me about that and. You know, but we're just going to take baby steps. But I'm not, you know, honestly, I'm not finna give her the keys. Like, I had to take her keys. You know, she keep asking me, where are my car keys? And I'm just like, you know, hey, uh, they are where they are. You know what I'm saying? So, right now, she's uh, with her sister uh, at her sister's house, uh, which is my great aunt. And she has nurses that take care of her 24 hours. So, my grandma's over there chilling with them. But my grandma's itching to... Um, you know, get back to her normal life, man. But I just say I, I thank God for it, man, because, you know, um, you know, it's just a lot. And I couldn't really picture myself being without my grandma, even though I have to, I will have to face reality one day. You know, she's getting older. You know, I can't expect her to be on this earth forever. But, um, man, it just made me really, really appreciate her even more and really admire her as a strong woman even more. Like, even going through what she went through and still coming out of surgery, still talking shit, still being a firecracker. She in the hospital trying to tell the nurses how to do their job. You know what I'm saying? So I thank God for her. And I thank God everything went okay with her. Let's see. What else? Um, Yeah. In light of all that that was going on with, like, my grandmother, you know, being in the hospital, just being under a lot of stress. I had to call off work a lot of times and just being, you know, sleepless nights, not knowing what's going on with my grandma, making sure she's okay, etc. cetera. Uh, my family came in town. Um you know, just a lot of stressful situations was going on during the same time, you know, and uh, shit, long story short, me and my mama got into it over some, you know, BS, but we cool now, of course, you know, family get into it, uh, and um, when I do go back to work, um, uh, you know, I end up getting into it with somebody, you know what I'm saying, just over everything I had going on, you know what I'm saying, it was kind of one of them days when I came in there, I was on one, you know what I'm saying, you know that saying that's like, don't be an asshole because um, you never know what the next person is going through. You know what I mean? 
uh, it was one of them situations where I was just like, man, I was looking for whatever. I was looking for whatever outlet I had to lash out, do whatever the hell I wanted to. I was at a point where like anybody could get these hands today. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, uh, wrong, wrong situation, wrong, uh, way to do it. Okay. Luckily nothing negative happened out of the situation. And, uh, me and the guy, we talked about it and, uh, it is what it is to this point. You know, I apologize for my actions. You know, because ain't nothing wrong with admitting when you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? When you're in the wrong, ain't nothing admitting when you're wrong. Especially when you're a grown-ass man or grown-ass woman. You know, so like I said, me and that guy, we talked about, the, you know, the situation. But uh, I guess me, myself, man, I have to find a better way to let go of anger in certain situations or to uh, decompress. You know, I used to use the gym, and I thought the gym was going great, which the gym is going great. I'm getting stronger. I'm the strongest I've ever been. I'm... I'm pushing weight out here, G. <laughs> but uh, I guess I got to find another way to decompress. Um, I will admit I have had anchor classes in back in the day. Uh, due to some legal situations, I had to get an anger, uh, anger management course. But it just seemed like, man, that shit wasn't working. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I have to find a better way to um, decompress and let go of anger. And uh, so I don't take it out in, in certain ways and lash out in ways that I don't need to. You know what I'm saying? Especially like I've talked about before, definitely don't need to make drinking a supplement of um, trying to unwind or trying to uh, mask what I got going on to escape reality. Because when you come down from drinking, you know, or whatever, th that reality is still there and you're still stuck with the same situation. So, um, definitely looking for better out outlooks on that. I've definitely been praying on that situation just to control my anger whenever I do get to the point that I'm just angry. You know what I mean? And I just see red. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, man. That day I cussed. I don't know. I might have cussed four or five motherfuckers out that day, man. Motherfuckers probably thought I was schizophrenic at work, man. I cussed about cussed a lot of motherfuckers out. <laughs> but it is what it is, man. People will have mistakes. People make mistakes. People are not perfect. And, um... I don't care if people look at me crazy because at the end of the day, it's like you got your own faults in life. You got your own mistakes you done made in life. You got your own shit in life. You know, everybody got something in themselves that doesn't work right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got something within themselves that doesn't work right. So while you sitting there looking over at somebody else, judging somebody else for what they got going on in their life or you judging them or how they react to something, you know, it's certain things you're insecure about. So, uh... I'm just a person that's not admit to, I mean, not afraid to admit, you know, my faults or what I'm insecure about or, or what I have going on in life. You know, I don't mask anything. I'm, I'm real about my shit, especially as I got older. I'm real about what I got going on mentally, especially with my mental health. And, um, yeah, so got to find a different outlet to uh, let go of uh, anger in a certain situation. Now, uh, I'm thinking that's about it as far as my personal life goes that I want to share with you guys at the moment. Uh, oh, my son will be fucking three in like three weeks, man. Whew, I'm getting old. I'm going to be 31 soon. Yeah, man, time is straight ticking. But, uh, let's see. Now to the bullshit. <laughs> um, not too long ago, T.I. released a diss record to Floyd Mayweather called Fuck Nigga. Due to, due to the situation with Gucci um, like I said before, I'm not a fact checker. I'm not going to run you down a story. I do remember Gucci came out with some type of, uh, racist black faced, um, garment of clothing that had, you know, your face covered with red lips, which, you know, um, uh, mocked the, the symbolization of 
blackface. Um, and so Floyd Mayweather said, you know, he not worried about that shit. He's still shopping at Gucci. He, uh, you know, a leader, not a follower, etc. When, you know, you're supporting a company that was mocking black people um, in blackface. You know what I'm saying? So, T.I. released a record called Fuck Nigga. And uh, I'll let you guys check it out here first. All right. All the fuck niggas of the world Fuck niggas All the niggas get up, say fuck everybody else Talk to you Damn it must suck to be a fuck nigga Old greedy nigga only thinking about itself Hey get the fame, they get the wealth But people are struggling, who did you help? People are struggling, who did you help? Who did you help? Fuck nigga, Damn it must suck to be a fuck nigga Old greedy nigga only thinking about itself Hey get the fame, ain't get the wealth But people are struggling, who did you help? People are struggling, who did you help? Who did you help? Fuck nigga I ain't made it much as you have purses You grab could feed some countries out in Africa You just go buy a lamb A Bugatti or something else that depreciate When you drive it off the lot and holla fuck it But fuck it, I change the subject The greatest reward comes with some obligation You owe the generation after you Since they gon' live in the world that you made Man, where your gratitude? You act like one no more poor people struggling after you Yeah, you were the lad, nigga, you trash You wouldn't have never got big as you is at the folk in the hood Supporting your ass See them same people that taking the stand Give you the chance you showing your way I don't give a fuck how much money you have What did you do with it? How did you use it to make an impact and influence the world for the better? You rather go buy some jewelry, whatever But never should you ever think that it's gonna last forever As soon as you blink It'll be gone as quick as it came And you talk about when you were doing your thing Man, all of them profits, man How many scholarships? How many property did you donate to the people in poverty? Man, I bet if any is not enough, probably made it equivalent to hitting the lottery. Selfishness makes you a target for robbery. Could it be possibly you don't know people is starving and dying? Is this shit not on your mind? What is you thinking about just cause you make it? I don't mean shit on the people who trying to be equal. Every day fighting oppression and you just go side with the evil. Man, what do you care about? Did you not hear about black women missing? We don't know they where about. See that what you should be calling the mayor about? Off of whatever's a fair amount. It's a water crisis, I'm Flint. And ain't you from Michigan? Where's your empathy, nigga? I promise you, I see the bitch in these niggas. Do more with less, cause I ain't bitchin' these niggas I think I just had an epiphany Listen, the ego, where the creeps go When they sacrifice their own people, I swear All the money in the world ain't enough, nigga If it mean I gotta live like a fuck, nigga Damn it, more suck to be a fuck, nigga Greedy nigga, only thinking about itself Hey, get the fame, they get the wealth But people are struggling, who did you help? People are struggling, who did you help? Who did you help? Fuck, nigga, now, while I definitely understand where T.I. is coming from about the whole situation with Floyd Mayweather and how he reacts to certain things or whatever, but you got Delazo. Realize what type of person you're dealing with, Floyd Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? He's not caring about causes for nobody else. He's not caring about helping the next person. He's not caring about, um, you know, the, what what he's contributing to financially. I mean, look on look online. You see this guy just buys a bunch of cars, jewelry, flaunts his money, says he's this, says he's that. He's not caring about people that look like him. Um, so I understand what Ti is coming from, but hey. 
Floyd Mayweather, he's been a lost cause. He ain't caring about nothing but that almighty dollar. And then not too long after that, I believe it was an article that said like Burberry had released something that was like, now this is extreme. It was like a sweater or something a chick had on that had a noose around her neck. And at first I thought it was trolling because of, you know, the whole Jussie Smollett thing, which we'll get to that right after this. But I thought they were trolling. Like I thought it was a fake image that somebody had put up online and said it was Burberry. But I guess it actually turned out to be Burberry. So you mean to tell me you guys thought it was okay to make a sweater that had a quote unquote tie uh, like, you know, how you have a hoodie on and, you know, uh, like how you have the strings that hang down. Like it was a quote unquote tie like that. But the design just so happened to be a noose and it was hanging around somebody's neck. And it's Black History Month. <laughs> Man, you got to be goddamn crazy. But um, I guess I get into this Jesse Smothers shit, man. I don't even know where to even start with this. I mean, I'm sure by now you all have heard about. And not to mention, I thought this fool name was Jesse Smullett, but no, it's Jussie Smullett. Um, get into this shit, man. This dude, if you haven't heard already, he he, he created a whole situation to where um, he wanted to make it seem like he was being um, the victim of a hate crime due to him not being satisfied with his pay on Empire. And... What he did was he paid two Nigerian guys. One was his trainer. One guy was like a, a, a extra in one of the shows or whatever the case. He paid them to like, quote unquote, mug him at a point in Chicago on a, um, a street that had a camera like in a, in a camera zone uh, as he was leaving out of subway. Now, mind you, it's two in the morning. It's below zero in Chicago. I know that wind was blowing something terrible. Ain't nobody robbing nobody in that cold of weather, bro. Not only that, you paid these fools with a check. <laughs> Who pays for a crime with a check? And you paid somebody to beat your ass. Let's scratch that. Who pays somebody to beat your ass and then you go to jail for getting your own ass beat? Don't worry. I'll wait. It doesn't make any sense. And it's sad because Jesse, sorry, Jesse, Jesse represents the LGBT community. Uh, he also represents, you know, the African-American community. And it's just making us all look bad, bro. Like it's Black History Month, you know, and you creating situations where it's a hate crime, where people die every day for being uh, gay, for being a transgender, for, you know, for being uh, black. And you want to create a situation that made it look like somebody was doing something unjust to you. Because when I heard the situation, I thought it was real. I'm like, oh, he got mugged. They beat him up. They said something about MAGA country and poured some bleach on him. You know, X, Y, Z. And it was like, damn, you know, I wanted to believe him. But then as the story unfolded, it just became just more and more bizarre. And then he comes out and he says he has some type of drug problem. And it's like, dude. We could have seen it all coming. You know, I knew once he got caught and once he got called out on it, it was like, OK, he's going to say something or he's going to try to commit suicide. And I hate to say it like that. You know, what I mean, but literally when you're dealing with a guy like that, it's kind of like, OK, he's going to either say something um, to try to defend himself or when he gets caught away, he's going to try to commit suicide. But luckily he didn't. 
He just says, oh, he has some type of untreated drug problem. But then back on the salary situation, like they, he said he did all this shit because he was unhappy with his salary on Empire when, bruh, they pulled his records and he was making, it was something like 200 or 250 a year. Nigga, you know how much, you know what I give to make 250 a year? You know what I'm saying? How many people that don't make 250 a year? And you mad, so you gonna create a whole scenario. Instead of going to somebody and saying, hey, I feel like I deserve a raise. I feel like this and this. Can we negotiate this, that, and the third? You want to create a whole scenario that ended your whole career. So after all this shit goes on, what happens to you? You get fired from Empire. You're going to get ostracized. And then you're going to get made fun of what you are getting done now. You possibly have to do jail time. And you possibly have to pay a heavy fine. Because there was a lot of man hours that was put into um, proving this nigga wrong. There's a lot of man hours put into investigating this whole situation. So I believe, I don't know if I think he should go to jail, but I do believe he should probably pay a heavy fine that would probably take care of everybody that, you know, spent hours, you know, investigating this, that, and the third. Because, you know, the police chief of Chicago came on and he even said like, yo, you know, you're making Chicago look bad and you're not going to make Chicago look bad. Um, Jail time, I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm not sure of that, you know. Um, But yeah, I definitely believe, excuse me, he should. Definitely either do, you know, some type of probation or some type of fine. And I mean, the, the ultimate punishment for him really would be him not finding work anymore because ain't nobody messing with him after that. Ain't nobody messing with no guy that's doing that after that. Be real. How, how, how would he recover after all of that? Hmm? I don't see it. I don't see him recovering from it at all. I don't see nobody wanting to hire him from no more TV shows. Nobody want him to sing nothing. I mean, I don't know if the brother can write or whatever, but they might be a little skeptical of that. You're lying ass Jesse. You know what I'm saying? You might have lied about the lyrics you write. You know? So I don't I, I don't I don't see it. And speaking of ruining Black History Month even more, you know, I, I get tired of talking about this nigga too, but Robert Kelly, aka R. Kelly. Uh, you know, they didn't find another tape of this dude degrading another like 14 year old, you know, pissing on her and doing some other stuff that I would not even want to talk about on this podcast with a minor. I mean, you can Google that and shit and see the, the graphics of what he was doing to her. But uh, they found another VHS tape of that from back in the day. Um, and also um, two other women came forward talking about. Uh, how they mess with him when they were underage and blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's just unfolding even even more as far as, you know, goes for him. And I'm glad it did, you know, after the documentary came, people coming forward and now people leaking these tapes to um, the proper the proper channel. So he got picked up uh, the other day. He got released on a hundred thousand. Uh, no, 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 no. He got released on a million dollars bond. So you got to pay 10 percent of that. So that's a hundred thousand. So. He got he got released on that, and they were talking in the media about how it was hard for him to get out. You know, I guess like he ain't had a money or something or some back child support, whatever. I don't care, man. I just hope this time go around. They go ahead and put this man under the jail. Let him pay for what the hell he been doing. And on another note, I'm tired of arguing with women too that support this man. Like, and it's surprising that it's women. I've I've been in like a few debates with women that are saying like, oh, they just trying to tear this man down. They just trying to do this and that. 
It's like, hold on, man. Like this dude is a pedophile. He was he's been dealing with children. He's been dealing with underage women. He's been degrading women in general for years. And you mean to tell me you're sitting here and you're trying to defend this man? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And one of them is one of my co-workers. Shout out to Deja. One more thing I want to talk about. I've been able to catch a little TV now here and there. And, um, man, it's these reality shows get crazier and crazier. This one called Love After Lockup is, like, funny as shit, bro. Like, it's people that literally met people that are in prison online on, like, an online dating show. I don't, not dating show, dating site. But it's, like, I don't understand how you would meet somebody in prison online. Like, if you online... Like, and you're in prison, like, how are you, I don't know, I don't know how it works, but these people are meeting people that are in jail online, writing them letters back and forth, and then they get out, and people are proposing to, you know, certain people, there's one guy, he ran through $90,000, tricking off on his chick that was in jail, um, and it just goes to show, like, how desperate people are, like, I thought Catfish was one of the most desperate shows that I've ever seen, but now this love at the lockup, I would definitely say it's one of the most desperate shows I have ever seen. Because how do you, you know, how do you, you know, uh, do, do, you know, put so much energy into wanting to be with somebody that you don't even know? Like you haven't even seen, you haven't even spent, you know, personal time where you might have visited them in jail once or twice. And some of these people never visited the person in jail at all. And they tricking off this money. They get going to do this, doing that. They, they putting all eggs in one basket to get married. And it's like, it, it's, it's sad in a sense, you know, um, another show that I was checking out. Damn. What is that show? It's about people that get married. Uh, they get married and see if they want to get a divorce. Damn, I forget what it is, but these people, they go in there and these uh, specialists match them with somebody and then they get married. Oh, love at first sight or marriage at first sight, something like that. And they get married right then and there. And then you got to figure out throughout the whole show if you're going to stay married to these people. It's like, man, cut out the bullshit. <laughs> I'm not marrying nobody that I see at first sight, bro. I'm not meeting nobody on no jail. First of all, I don't even trust people. Fire Festival. That was a retarded documentary. Um, I saw the one on Hulu and I saw the one on Netflix. And it's just crazy to see that people were that easy to be like manipulated. And it was scary to see how uh, someone can create something visually that will make you buy into it to make you cash out like that. Um, if you haven't seen that shit, definitely see it. Like The concept was dope. You know, you go over to an island over in the Bahamas and you have an epic concert surrounded by people that are like you because all the packages over there were expensive as hell. So you 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 in a situation where somebody got to afford to be over in an area like that, afford to be around people like that. And y'all all in an exclusive concert. You know what I mean? So that the concept was dope, you know, but you just see how terribly the execution was and terribly how it failed and basically you got a bunch of wealthy motherfuckers that's over on an island looking dumb after they realized they got bamboozled and uh it's crazy to see too the dude uh who put it all together toward the end he was still running scams um i, I forget how many years he ended up getting at the end and uh how much the class action lawsuit against you know all parties involved uh for everybody that put money in like they had 
you know, $10,000 packages where you pay $10,000, you're supposed to get this and this and this. You got over there, you got a skeet ass tent and a cot and nothing. You know what I mean? Like there was no food on the island. You know, just check that out, man. If you haven't seen that, uh, check that one out. Or if you got Hulu, check it out on Hulu. Uh, ja Rule was involved. He looks like a fucking goofball. Um, speaking to him and that whole Milwaukee situation just happened. He was doing a halftime show for the Milwaukee game. And, man, they didn't clap for the dude for real or nothing. He just looked goofy. Let me see. What else I've been watching? Uh, Abducted in Plain Sight. Man, that shit crazy. A real story about... A little girl getting basically molested by the neighbor. The neighbor had dealings with the mom. Like, he had smashed the mama. He did some homoerotic with the the husband. He was into them homoerotics and them dark arts. And, man, check that shit out. You see how that's crazy. You see how the trauma that brought on that woman that was involved into, like, the one that was, like, uh, brainwashed as a kid. You know, and then you got to think about, like, present day with the r kelly situation i how sexual acts and just in general can like manipulate and just mess somebody up you know i remember i I knew a girl she told me man her her uh her mother used to prostitute her um when she was younger for drugs like i never asked her i went into detail as far as like well what were you doing or you know what kind of sexual acts were you doing with these men she you know i never asked her because i didn't want to take her to that place but um it, it's sad to see um it, it's crazy man uh, another documentary i checked out uh, was the sam cook uh docu- documentary just it talks about him and his life and his death and that one was crazy too just to see how he went out but he was so um vibrant he was so courageous in the time of you know, the um, uh, segregation and all that, being a black entertainer. And I didn't know he sold a million records back then. He sold a million records back then when, you know, the world was segregated. Back then when there were colored-only bathrooms and colored-only sections and uh, people getting away with uh, doing whatever they wanted to do to black people. You know, so definitely check that out. Also got that Hulu hooked up. I got Hulu free through Sprint. Um, so I'm twerking at Hulu slowly but surely. Uh, in, in my free time, I don't get too much free time to watch a lot of things, but um, I, I'm trying to catch up on a lot of stuff. As far as music goes, I'm still messing with the old school, um, you know, old school rap, old school R&B. But um, let's see some new stuff that I'm listening to, man. Um, let me pull up my title app real fast. It's an, it's an album. OK, the No Pressure album from uh, Bino, Rido and Nipsey Hussle. Man, the album is hard. Salute to Bean Alright Old Nipsey Hustle. The album is crazy. I'm also checking out that uh that Ty. Uh I don't know if he goes by T Y or Ty. Receiving all profits. And actually that's BG's son. What a coincidence. Uh from the intro music. BG's son, his name is Ty or T Y. Um I'm I'm checking out his album. It's pretty good. Um also shout out to my guy in crowd Kizzy from st louis he has an album called sky stories that's pretty dope as well um other than that man i'm you know i, I keep it simple man project pat ti big crit um you know some gospel music uh you know a little acdc a little alice in chains you know i'm all over the place with my music um but it's all about the vibe for me man it's all about the vibe everything's been cool i will say 
this weather in St. Louis has been just retarded. And I just burped not so long ago. I don't know if you guys can hear them burps when I do it. I mean, and I don't really, I'm lazy, so I don't really care to, like, stop and edit it and, like, do it over. Because I'm burping because I'm drinking this beer. Um, it's a Lagunia's IPA, which uh, I know you guys be killing me in the comments. You know, like, man, you always drinking a beer. You always, hey, man, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. But anyway, this weather in St. Louis is crazy. Uh, it'll be one day, it'll be 60 degrees, and next day is 20 <laughs> and um, I don't know, bro. It's definitely perfect uh, pneumonia weather up in your ass. I remember um, we had got, what was it? I want to say like 11 inches of snow not too long ago. And I ran into, you know, old school player, man, named uh, Sunflower Seed Samuel. You know, old Samuel, man, over the gas station on Shreve, man. I ran into him. I used to live off Shreve. When I was a young kid, man, and you know, back then, old Sunflower Seed Samuel, he, he always had that Sunflower Seed hitter in his hand. But also, too, shit, he might have a, a locked jaw packed of Sunflower Seeds, you know what I'm saying? And when you walk by, he might, little, he might you know, spit a little few of them bitches out on your shoulder, you know what I'm saying? He might spit a few of them bitches on your shoulder, a little that bird seed and shit. But the ironic thing about it was they was dry, like he had... A fucking dry socket of them sunflower seed hitters, you know what I'm saying? But ran out to him. He was he was talking about man, it ain't shit, man. I used to live in Chicago. Me and my niggas just running around, no coat, drinking gin and shit. And it's like, man, you got to think, bro. You was in Chicago in like 20 to below weather, drinking gin. You know what I'm saying? With no coat, and it just made me realize too, like for him, like every time I run to him, he would tell me an old school story. So it's like, you know thinking about my life in general like yeah i look at my life i look in the past and i'm like man back in the day xyz everything was cool this then the third we had some good times but i'm also creating new memories and i never want to get in a situation where i'm not creating new memories or i'm stuck in a situation where i'm always reminiscing on the past you know you always want to aim forward you know what i mean you always want to go onward and speaking of onward man rest in peace to jody uh not jody uh brody stevens um, a comedian, uh, he just passed, well, he actually committed suicide, like, last week on Friday or Saturday, one of the two, and, um, it was just sad to see him, man, he, he was the true meaning of onward, you know, he used to say that a lot, um, but yeah, man, if you had any chance, look up, uh, Brody Stevens on your YouTube or, or whatever the case, and, um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of the Fly Perspective Podcast, please tell a friend and tell a friend, rate subscribe um i need some more um comments on my itunes uh subscription so go on there and write a review man oh no this is called reviews go on there and write a review i think i got like 25 right now go out write a review man um, also hey i've been doing a podcasting for a year now and um you know you guys have been definitely vocal about letting me know is you know you liking what i'm doing and you liking the direction i'm going and i'm definitely trying to stay afloat and doing what i have to do all right so any um comments or concern um send it to tfpfeedback at gmail.com that's tfpfeedback at gmail.com you might know my at you might not at dj s-o-f-l-y-y on instagram you want to do it like that man